1971, a young man from Germany called Hartmut Helms started writing to my brother David. I was eight years old at the time. Now, the thing that united the two of these young men was music. They both adored music. Still do. Hartmut came from what was at the time the DDR, the Deutsche Democratic Republic, or East Germany as we knew it. And over the last more than 50 years, he's become part of the family. I was very fortunate to be sent a book by him uh, on my birthday a few years ago. And it's stories from the area that he comes from, folk tales, a book written in the 1880s. And it's from the Hartz Mountain. And this is in the north of, of Germany. And there was one story in this book that resonated with me. I wish I had a happy story to give to you, some small gift at Christmas, but it's more a lesson, really, than just a story. But it has its, uh, it's as relevant now, or probably more so, than ever before. I hope you like it. Now in the area of the Hartz Mountain, it is now a, a fertile valley with the river Buddha flowing through it. But a long, long, long time ago, it was very different. There was a huge lake that covered a large part of it, with boggy ground around about it. And then there was thick, thick forests. Forests so thick that the sunlight could not penetrate them. But the one light that did penetrate them was moonlight. And that brought about a transformation that would be considered almost an impossibility to us. You see, the trees there had spirits that lived inside them. And these spirits could take form in the moonlight when that silvery light shone down over the forest. The spirits left the trees and took the shape of beautiful maidens. They would meet together, almost blowing on the breeze, for they were ethereal creatures. And they would meet, and they would laugh, and they would dance together. They would go to the river Buddha and visit the nymphs that lived there. I guess you could call them mermaids, but they were more water spirits from fresh water rather than the sea. And they lived in harmony and in peace for a very long time. But nothing lasts forever. And the people came. There was a great Kaiser, a powerful, powerful man, who had a huge army. He had been going through the countries, uh, winning more lands for himself, really for his ego more than anything else. 
and he had built a great castle for himself at the border. Now he gave land to the old soldiers that had fought on his campaigns. And one of the areas given away in small pieces to many, many men was the forest. And they went in with axes. And they started to chop it down to clear it for farmland. Now, when the spirits met there in the evenings, in the light of the moon, they would find that some of their sisters no longer came. Because when a tree was cut down, that spirit that lived inside it, that nymph, died as well. Now there was one old soldier who had been given a piece of land by the Kaiser. And he had started to cut the trees down in it. The areas around about had already been cleared, so he was left with just a small area to chop the trees down, which he did. Now, it came a time that there were only three trees left. And he had been working hard all day, cutting down the trees. When a great weariness came over him, he was exhausted. And he lay down beside the trees and fell asleep. How long he slept he didn't know, but when he woke up it was not daylight anymore. The moon was up high in the sky, and he saw that he wasn't alone. Sitting underneath the three remaining trees were three beautiful women. It looked as though there were dewdrops hanging from their eyelashes, but of course they were no dewdrops. They were tears. The three of them wept together and said, So many of our sisters have gone today. And tomorrow it will be our fate to join them. We shall die tomorrow, the three of us, the last of our race. And we shall never see the beauty of the moonlight again. Oh, said one of them, if only we could talk to this, this man, this barbarian who has come in among us and caused us so much grief and pain. If only we could just take form that he could see and say to him, please spare our trees and spare our lives. He may not listen to you. But, sister, you waste your tears, because in the sunlight we cannot take a form that he can see. He will be none the wiser of our existence than he is at the moment. It is our fate. We will go tomorrow and join our sisters in death. Now... When the man heard this, he sprang up and he said, By the sword of my Kaiser, I will not do it. I will not hurt you. I will not harm you. He realized that he was alone. 
There was no trace of any maiden sitting under the trees weeping then. They had disappeared when they first heard his voice. I give you my word, he said. I did not know. I'm sorry. I won't do this again. I will protect you. I will make sure that those trees are never harmed and that no harm befalls you. He heard the voices again. They were clear and beautiful, but they seemed to come from the trees. If you give us your word that you will not harm us, then we will help you. We will help you to make this land of yours profitable and fruitful. The man promised, gave his solemn word that neither he nor any of his family would ever harm those trees, and he was a man of his word. He never saw the spirits again, but they did say that sometimes at night in the moonlight, Three maidens could be seen ploughing that piece of land, and they gave life to it like none of the rest. The piece of ground that he had was much more fruitful than anybody else's and provided better crops than anyone else. But when the man grew old and lay on his deathbed. He called his sons to him, and he made them to swear an oath that they would not harm those trees, and they all agreed. Now the trees were safe for as long as that man's family owned that land, but nothing lasts forever. And when his line died out, the land passed to another man who had heard stories about this blessed piece of ground with the three trees that contained the spirits of beautiful women. But that was just a children's fairy tale. He didn't believe that, not for one moment. So one day he took his axe and he went and chopped down those three trees. And with their passing as the last one fell, then the race of spirits that lived in the trees passed with them. Sadly, people still are blinded to the fact that we need trees, we need nature, if we have, want to have air to breathe, we need these things. Some people cannot see past a pound sign or a dollar sign or a euro sign. But there are still some of us who believe that these, these trees, these, these beautiful things are important. And if they don't contain the spirits of beautiful women, they at least contain their own beauty and should be preserved. I would like to wish Hartmut and his wife Eva a very Merry Christmas and love from his family in Orkney.